here. Boy! <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Suffer Squad TV. Wow. We have with us another very special guest. Someone that can actually speak English this time. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Why are you calling him out? I'm kidding. Uh, we have today our buddy Colin, or as the internet might know him a little better as, Hentai Dude. Hello. Hentai Dude, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Hentai Dude, and I make meme raps on SoundCloud, and I promote people on Waifu Wednesdays. All right, oh, awesome. Nice. And joining us will be our number one Chilean buddy oh. and translator, Casey. Hey, dude, I'm here. I'm sorry about that. Hey, man. <laughs> Just on time. Just in time. Kay, you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, my name is... Uh, All right, yeah. we already know who you are. You're Kay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan Chan, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm a sword out. The sword down. Just just hard. Alright, John. All right. nice. And our lovely lovely boy the John. Thinker, the thinking man of the group. Nade Rose. <laughs> I'm, I'm nobody. Else. I suck. I'm a nobody. Just kill me, fam. Alright, let's go. Alright. Just let's go into the question questions. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, let's just start off. Colin, where are you from? Interrogation. <laughs> I live in Tennessee, uh, Oak Ridge. It's by Knoxville, and it's really boring, actually. What's uh, there to do for fun did, there? Did you move there with your family? How did that work out? I've act I've lived here my whole life, actually. Whole so life. I just haven't moved like away from it. How the f see. Is your, are you like second generation or like first generation or like yeah that that would mean second generation, right? Second like, generation of Oak Ridge. Uh, no, uh, your family like. You moved oh, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah your parents moved there? Yeah. yeah. I see. <laughs> it's like, Damn, it's oh, yeah, I forget. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if uh, people know this, but he's Filipino. Yeah. Half Filipino. No. Oh, really? Half? <laughs> yeah, half Filipino. Half Filipino. Oh, what's the other half? Oh, what's the other half? White. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm like, pretty much okay. whitewashed. Oh, okay. Uh, but you don't... know, white people don't classify me as white. So. <laughs> So That's do you true. look more white or do you look more uh, Filipino? You know, people well, think I'm Mexican. <laughs> that uh, makes sense. Really? Makes sense. Yeah. Shit, dude. Do you speak any Tagalog? Not really. No, I can understand what my mom says uh, most of the time, but I can't really speak it. Mm, okay. That's fair enough. Dude, you know that's so weird. A half white person. That's not really weird, but a half white person that's half Filipino that does hentai rap music. That's yeah, extremely in the extremely middle of Tennessee. In the middle of Tennessee, we're not even, it's not even LA. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't even know. It's my whole <laughs> life is just ironic. <laughs> what What inspired you to start? Yeah. And what Why did you start in the first place? Um, when I was back in high school, actually, uh, I think you guys have probably heard. Of, have you heard that uh, anime pussy rap by Joseph? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that thing went viral, that's and cool. pretty much everyone heard it. So I heard it in high school. And then I got out of high school and I got really bored because, you know, there's nothing to do when you're out of high school. Yeah. And I wasn't working or anything, but I wanted to like record stuff. So I spent like $100 on a AT2020 mic. And oh, classic Audio Technica. Yes, I still I still use it actually. <laughs> USB, right? And it can't be uh, no, I, the, the first time. Yeah, the first one I got was USB, and then yeah. later, like maybe a year or so what later, I bought a XLR. Oh, XLR one. You yeah. bought the same AT2020, but yes, XLR. XLR <laughs> nice. Like there, there were reasons behind that because when I went to mix, like I would yeah. hear a lot of like background on the USB. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So the XLR just eliminated all that. I see. Yeah. Just that phantom power of voltage that. Yeah, I completely changed it. Okay, I see. That makes more sense. So, do you want to talk about the first song you wrote? Like, how did you actually write that song? Uh, that's I think like the hardest the, one. The first song was, um, I think it was Daki Makura. 
I don't know if you guys have heard that. It's so old, and like you probably shouldn't listen to it if you do. <laughs> but, uh, you gotta be proud of your own work, dude. Everyone no, man, no, no, it's so old. So I just took the mic and I literally just recorded over it. I didn't know anything about mixing. Mixing, yeah. Uh, the tr background track was um, "Bag of Money" by Rick Ross, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just like wrote the lyrics down in Notepad, and I um, just recorded it. Literally no mixing. So you can hear like popping everywhere and background noises. Oh, no, uh, no I get it. Or anything like that. Yeah, no, I didn't even know what that was. I see. Did you yeah. have any help? You just did this all by yourself? No, I just did it myself. Uh mm. Do you still do it by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Well, unless it's uh like if, if I collab with someone like Moe Shop right. or something, I'll give him the vocals so he can mix it how he wants. Oh, but okay. It, usually it's all self-mixed. Wow, so it was just like a process of just learning. Yeah, it's just a bunch of trial and error. I see. Kind of huh. like, you know, get some tips from people along the way. Yeah. Well, when was the first time you actually thought, oh shit, this is actually a real thing. Like, I'm actually making it, I'm actually being well known for this. It, you know, I try not to take it too seriously because I feel like <laughs> if I take it too <laughs> seriously, um, I'll just like, it, that'll be like my downfall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I just try to take it as a little joke, you know, have some fun. It's like a hobby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. But you inspired a lot of Asians to become themselves. <laughs> a lot of Asians? Yeah, yeah dude. Asians all, all across the USA. I can't believe it. Not just Asians, though. <laughs> white people, too. Yeah. <laughs> when white people look at him, he thinks, they, I mean, they think they're, uh, like he's Asian, probably. <laughs> or a yeah, lot of like, people, like, they'll like message me, they'll be like, oh, I want to be just like you, and I'll just be like, please stay in school. <laughs> you don't want to be like me. You gotta be homeless in a copper box. <laughs> but he ain't homeless in a copper box. Because he's got that passion. Yeah. Hentai passion. Hentai. Why hentai music though, other than you liking Joseph on Dex thing? Um, you know, when I try to rap about other stuff, I can't. I can only rap about hentai. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or maybe, maybe like games or something things like yeah. that but i can only mm -hmm. do like the nerdy stuff uh things that you're into yeah that things that i'm into basically yeah, yeah. so yeah. The, that's another question then what got you into hentai why hentai like what was your first hentai or like uh what, what made you like this so much you know like uh i maybe since like i was 10 or something <laughs> i saw like uh etchy anime and stuff and mm -hmm. I, I used to nice watch, I don't know, when i was that's younger i used to watch like two love ruin stuff Oh, I see. Like and I'm, I'm way, I'm like a little bit older than you, I think. So like, the my first hentai experience was nine o'clock woman. Like, okay, <laughs> let me say this there. Okay? I, like, I, I was going to school, right? And this yeah. Filipino guy, he uh was saying like, oh, you you, you gotta check this out. It's so dope. I, I I literally borrowed it. I didn't even know what hentai was. I'm serious, right? And so I take it home. I leave it on my dad's table because I no. didn't know what hentai was. He comes home. He's like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, what is that? <laughs> My friend gave it to me. He's like, what yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. And do you know what it was? It's literally about blackmailing a girl and raping her. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> it was Did so bad. Like that? <laughs> my dad watched it. And no. I knew he was watching it. I was like, oh, shit. I'm so fucked. Like, I actually looked it up because I, I didn't know what hentai was. I thought it was just a cartoon he gave me. And, the, you know, judging from his reaction, obviously it was something horrible. Or something. It's not horrible, right? But... It's not something that like uh, a middle school student should have, right? <laughs> I think I was like 10, 12? right? No, no, a little bit older. 12. And like, what was, what was your friend doing with it? Uh, you he, probably he stole it or some shit, that, right? Like, that kind of stuff. So <laughs> he, he was a very it. early adopter of everything, uh, anything drawn he had. I see. So, yeah, that was my first experience with hentai. It wasn't very good, you know? <laughs> Damn. But yeah. I actually looked it up later. I found out what nine o'clock woman was. I watched it. Uh, it was it was cool. Uh, it was fun. I might have to give that a watch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're into. It might not be what you're into. You know. Yeah, dude. It's hardcore for a twelve-year-old. It's, it's, it's still hardcore. hardcore for a twelve-year-old. My introduction to hentai was fucking death. Like, That's crazy. Blackmail. Like, psycholog like psychological freaking blackmail. Like, like it's the hardest. Vanilla. Like not even the hardcore shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> vanilla. What, what is it? Yeah, just a bunch of vanilla shit. I see. Oh, so like the schoolgirl. Oh, I like you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, confess yeah. to you. Yeah. And then the guy, the guy can't do anything because you know, he's <laughs> fucking useless. 
Nice. I think like our like experience are a little bit different compared to Christians. Uh, what was your experience, Christian? Okay, so to... straight up, this <laughs> this is my ex first experience with hentai. I was 12 years old, no, 13 years old, and I met my first girlfriend through World of Warcraft, and we would talk on Skype every day. And one day she screen shared this thing with me and was like, yo, check this shit out. It, I kind of fucked up because I was the one who introduced her to hentai because I watched like an, or not hentai, anime, because I watched an episode of, I think, Gravitation with her. Oh, whoa. I watched like Gravitation and Wallflower and Oran High School funny. Host Club. Honestly, I looking. I just thought like the characters look cool. Like as a young guy, I was like, oh, I kind of look like this. Like I was super skinny and my body hadn't developed yet. I was like, oh, these yeah, guys look cool and it's an anime. <laughs> no, yeah, and I didn't like fully realize that it was Yaoi because I thought that the like young guy was a girl. <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, oh, this is like straight. It's just you know the girl has short hair, or whatever. Well, what you listed so far is in hentai. No, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm building up to it. So, oh, okay. my girlfriend, you know, we watch this shit together. She gets interested in anime, but specifically yaoi anime. And then one day, she screen shares with me, like, Yo, Christian, watch this. I found this cool show. And I was like, Alright, buddy, let's see this shit. Fucking, wow, <laughs> the very first sex scene from Boku no Pico, <laughs> no! Where, the t where, the, oh, where the ice cream is on the fucking <laughs> roof. Oh, I, and I was 13 years old. I was like, Ew, what's this? <laughs> I was like, I watched like, the fucking. Is that what you're supposed to do? It? Is that what you're supposed to do? And for those of you who know Boku no Pico through fucking PewDiePie, watching his reaction video of it, this was over eight years ago. So Boku no Pico was still a very fresh meme. <laughs> so <laughs> I watched that and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is this is wild. And keep in mind, I had never watched anything pornographic because I was super innocent. I went to Christian school my entire life, like from pre-K to end of high school. So yeah, I did didn't you feel look at guilty watching something like that. Did you actually have a sense of guilt? I didn't feel like guilty. I was just confused. I was like, uh, okay. I didn't know what nutting was. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I guess another way to phrase that is, have you masturbated before that point? Not real. I didn't know what masturbating was. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't. Started up hard, I actually didn't masturbate <laughs> until I was like 14, and the first person who showed it to me was my girlfriend <laughs> when I met her in real life. And then your mom scene. walked in. Oh, no, I actually had sex in the same room as my parents before. And then your mom walked in. Christian, what you what you doing? What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you get shot. I don't want to make this so about. Did your mom go crazy? Oh <laughs> uh, like no, she... dude, she didn't know. Like, I almost got caught because um. She, like, oh, we were in a hotel, and uh, she found one of my used condoms in the toilet because my dumbass girlfriend didn't flush the toilet. <laughs> my mom was like, yo, what the fuck? And That's I was like, oh, we were handing them out as, like, a prank to homeless people. So she picked it up? No. She just With saw it. in it? Oh, okay. That's good. Good thing she didn't touch it. Uh, I would have probably wanted... I wanted to die, but I would have actually wanted to die if my mom grabbed my, like, used condom at 14. <laughs> that would have been just weird. I'd be like, weird. fuck, dude. No, it would have been, like, a sick-ass story to tell right now, though. Like, this story is already pretty cool, but I don't want to make this about me. I want to make this about you, Colin. But, yeah, that, yeah to like, empathize like a little like bit, that was my first experience. Yeah, like, your experience, Colin, seems more positive than <laughs> Yeah, negative. no, mine was very positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, it went out through it. It was positive for like a lot of years. <laughs> I see. And then it became more uh, extreme, uh, darker it, and darker, extreme, extreme. That, not not too extreme. I'm not too, like too into that stuff, but um, extreme stuff's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool from time to time, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was in a call with someone yesterday, and uh, it was this girl, and she was like, um, I'm totally into tentacles. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's cool, you know, because that that'd been like the first girl I'd met that's actually into tentacles. Yeah. And she was like going into. It. I'm like, okay, what if like the tentacles are dirty or shit, or it's like from like Metroid Prime? They're like. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, that's cool, that's cool. It's like every orifice of my body. I'm like, okay, it's a little too far. You know what's actually interesting about that? I went to at Acon two years ago, a history and anime panel, and I learned that tentac the reason why tentacles is such a meme now is because. <clears throat> after the United States had 
I believe that I'm getting this right. After the United States had occupied Japan, pornographic material was becoming heavily censored, and you couldn't. And it began to like very early on. You couldn't show genitals, and so yeah, this. So I think the fisherman's wife is the first artistic representation that we have recorded of pornography, and they couldn't show genitals. And so instead of a penis penetrating the girl, it was tentacles. So then you could say, oh, you know, there's no genitals here, but they still wanted to draw sexual shit. The U.S. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's why it was a meme, because that was the grandfather of penetration porn. Yeah, but it shows you, it's like Eminem, you know? You always uh, figure out a way around the system. <laughs> no, yeah. No matter what. If you want to rap about killing people, you'll figure it out. Without yeah. Eminem, I wouldn't be able to make music about, like, killing people <laughs> or anything. I'd be, I'd feel so cucked. Because I wouldn't want to, like, risk getting sued, but... He's gotten sued like a billion times because he literally made a song about murdering his wife and stealing his child away from her. That's why the music industry is like so safe now and the art industry is not, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we still have yet to face that. We need an Eminem They don't actually mean it. It's just a song. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. exactly. But the art industry is not like that yet. No, uh, I was actually, I was actually having a conversation about this because Colin, you brought up the point. It's not real it's a song it's art you know it's a fantasy right. i was having a continue sorry so that, sorry no i mean the same thing goes for like hentai and stuff but people yep. don't want to see it you know the exactly. same way they see music no totally i was having a conversation with someone yesterday on twitter you probably saw because i think you follow both of us but it was a conversation about uh censorship in hentai or just art in general mm-hmm. and my argument i i feel very very strongly in favor of having like lolicon and shotokan hentai not because i necessarily dig that like straight shota is my favorite genre <laughs> but even if it wasn't like i hate lolicon shit like straight up i hate lolicon but not i hate it's not, i can't get hard to it i can't like fuck i get my rocks <laughs> off to that shit but I mean, if you're gonna have shota you might as well have lolicon though right no yeah absolutely i want yeah. for there to, to be there because if you like looks empirically at countries like japan where you can make shotokan and lolicon porn they have the lowest sexual crime rate like the pedophiles running around there it's like there's hardly any and they're hardly as extreme that's actually i've heard that argument like um the whole argument is like you know we watch movies that kill people it doesn't mean we're gonna higher likelihood of killing people and people that are angry they they can actually fulfill their fantasy by those watching that kind of stuff yeah if we demonize those specific kind of people to the level where they hate themselves they might actually act on it because no one's willing to actually hear them out like and they have no escapes like i guess what uh the feeling how how do i explain this so I guess someone put it to me this way that some people are literally born that way and they, that's what they like. They can't change it. Like, it just is what it is. And well, I, I, I agree with that, but uh, I'm actually more inclined to the side of a uh, slippery slope way more than that, you know? Because, like, you know, Australia, Sydney, uh, they yeah. just straight up banned even uh, anyone that has an A cup tit. <laughs> it's oh, for being in for porn? <laughs> yeah. You can't, because uh, it's just too uh, young looking. So, I- even though you're 30, 20s, it doesn't matter. If you have A cup tits, you, good luck. It's not yeah, gonna it's a pretty wild law. Yeah, but, but I'm afraid that's what's going to happen in America too in the future. But we don't know yet. Yeah. But it's yeah. a slippery yeah. slope. It is a slippery yeah, slope because, in like, our last interview was with Kintaro, and he was talking about how in Japan, the government is beginning to. Become Come, more conservative. Yeah, become more conservative. And Lolicon and Shotokan is starting to become a gray zone. And people yeah. are trying to fight back against it right now, but they're very I mean, scared because... It's okay, right? Like, obviously, yeah. child pornography shouldn't be... I would uh, never uh, say child pornography is okay, no, just I because... No, okay. I mean, how do you uh, differentiate a, draw- a drawing? I guess, like, context? Like, if there's no, an actual I'm story. just saying, we need uh, Eminem for the art industry. <laughs> Uh, oh, straight up. Who's that going to be? Who here? Raise your hand right now. <laughs> me. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to die, dude. I'm going to... I don't want to be jailed. It's me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw stick you figures fucking each other. You're the savior. <laughs> no, but it's like... Okay, I don't think, like, child porn is cool. Just because you... Even if, like, some 12-year-old consents to getting fucked by, like, a 20-year-old, 
how do you know they fully understand yeah, well, what they they're don't. about to do? Yeah, they yeah, don't. The but also, how can you kill someone and you don't have like a if you have like an IQ of seventy, they can't actually charge you because you didn't understand the ramifications of death. Yeah, like you actually can't. You did, you, maybe lower than seventy, like maybe sixty-five. I mean, they can't give you the death sentence. Obviously, they're gonna jail you, but they can't give you the death sentence. Yeah, and also you can't like, you can't charge a you know, some little kid that grew up in the ghetto, killing another little kid, as the same as an adult. Because he doesn't well, fully... Do now. Well, I mean, it, we don't even have to talk about Lollikan, Shorkan, right? They are banning straight up fan art, too. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. That's oh, dude. Also, do you remember? Yeah, I don't understand that. It just keeps going down the list. Yeah, that's constantly. a slippery slope argument. Like, you want to, you know, say that this drawing's not okay. You can actually twist that to any way you want. Yeah. Dude. Like, uh, fan, that fan art is wrong. It's, uh, your... Or your drawing's too violent. Up. Yeah, exactly. It's not portraying my character correctly. It's out of here, you know? Yeah. It's like me Chan shit, you know? <laughs> no, do you remember whenever Blizzard was cracking down on Overwatch hentai? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people were purposely making really shitty, like, source filmmaker things in protest. <laughs> like, eight dudes on Widowmaker or some shit, yeah, or, like, Widowmaker saw, fucking... I saw some of that on, like, Danbohu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, it was actually getting uploaded. Yeah, because people were mad. They're like, yo, Blizzard, yeah. fuck off. People, have, I don't know why they're so upset with this now. Like, if, okay, it's the, what is it, Barbara Streisand effect? If you tell someone not to do something, more likely than not, they're going to do it a billion times more. Yeah, you should just let it happen. Yeah, embrace the meme. Well, uh, you know, be sick. Okay, dude, uh, Colin, are you ever scared to rap about a certain subject? Because uh, you feel like you would get backlash, like huge backlash or anything like that. You know, when I first started uh, doing like hentai rap, yeah, like you felt I, that? No, 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 oh. not not on hentai rap, no. But uh, like uh, Shiki does a lot of stuff with like lolicon stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And to clarify, Shiki works with you. Yeah, Shiki works with me a lot. Um, we work together actually. You know, we we both just collaborate a lot. But he was uh, he was really rapping about lolicon, and he was doing it well. And when I first started collaborating with him, at first I like felt kind of shaky because I was like, I don't know if this is like an okay thing to rap about. And then the more like I did it, the more comfortable I got because yeah. honestly, it's just it's it's music, you know. Right. I yeah. know I know his views on things and you know how he feels, and I think right, he knows right. my views too. So, you know, we're just out here making entertainment. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah totally. <clears throat> So would you say your collab group like really knows each other what like they're feeling and all that and like you know how to like accentuate this guy's rap by uh saying certain things is that what you do like for collabs and stuff or you guys like to just rap on your own subject most of the time like by yourself sometimes we put a subject down that we can all like go around mm. um that was how it was for superstar with moe shop oh, he had okay. kind of like a subject to go with and i i just rapped on it um, but uh, with me and Shiki, it's it's almost like we just pass the files back and forth because we're both we have like he has college and you know I'm just not awake during the times he's awake, so we just pass uh. the files back and forth and we just kind of have that energy that like matches each other, so we don't actually have to like yeah we don't have to talk to each other about it we can just do it. I see you just you guys just pick a beat and you're like oh yeah I yeah. know what to, I it, feel it can, about yeah. this. Yeah, we can get really simple with it, or we can be really complex. It just depends. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. Like for your rapping style and all that, what would you say your inspiration comes from? Like, uh, <laughs> probably just. Hmm. That, that's kind of tough. Uh, because is it wide? Well, what do you listen to? How about that? Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> what yeah, what do I listen question. to normally? Uh, I I listen to like the normal mainstream artists, but I also listen to a lot of people on SoundCloud, like you know me. Moe Shop, uh, Snail's House, Holder, people like that. And it just kind of mixes together, mm -hmm. like a mixture of like mainstream rap and quote-unquote anime rap or hentai rap. And I just try to like paint my own picture with it. I see. Uh, in this game, right, or in this uh, scene, would you say, I mean, is there a rival or a competition that you can clearly say is your rival that actually helps you boost the competition level? Or is there no real rival? Are, are you clearly numero uno hentai rapper? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'm the numero uno hentai rapper at all. Um, <laughs> but 
but I try not to have any rivals. I try to like be really chill, and I want to like. You want to collab. I want to work with people. Yeah, I want to yeah, work. Okay, that's right. healthy. I feel, and I totally feel that you have that community feeling. I real uh, like like that about you. That I, I just want everyone yeah. to be like positive and come together and mix. Yeah, right. that's actually yeah, really. Everyone. That's actually really really healthy, and I'll tell you why. After hanging out with these two, the twins, I started to realize how fucking snaky some of the people in the art scene can be. And I wouldn't think that. I would think, oh, these, you know, these guys were like bullied too when they were younger, and but they were good at art, and that's why they want to start drawing like porno weird shit. That's cool. That's cool. And I started to talk to some of these people, or at least like listen to them talk, and there's such, there's some fucking snakes in the grass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm actually. But, but I have give people a chance, though, Christian. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and it was the same thing in uh, like rock or metal. Like I sang in a rock band from the age of like 13 to about six. No, actually, like 17. And now, I don't know how much I could talk about this. Or so I'll give a little bit. I'm in the works of getting back into a metal band with some of the old members that I had in my very first band. That would be much more serious. But there's also hella snakes there. But now that <laughs> we're also involved in the trap scene, I feel like there's a lot less animosity. And I think the reason for that is because a trap is such a new genre and hip hop is a very new genre as well. The idea of being able to create instrumentals and beats just with your computer. And a lot of people, like a lot of people who are in this are very young. The SoundCloud people, you know, people like you, Colin, or Shiki, who are making yeah, kind of so like meme music. Uh, Colin or Hentai do so young. Yeah. Is the whole group like that? His uh, partners? Oh, yeah. Um, You're part of the uh, Emoto gang, right? Yeah, Shiki's like 22 or 23, I think. Mm, well, yeah, everyone's so young. Moishop is actually, I think he's uh, 18 or 19. Don't quote me on this because, you yeah, know, I'm not uh, like yeah. exactly right. But No, yeah, it's cool. Age. Yeah, everyone's yeah. super young and everyone wants to succeed because, let's be honest, like we can empathize because we also do art. We're doing art not only to be able to express something that's within ourselves, but because we want to be able to also kind of escape the uh, wheel. What do you call it? Yeah, like the hamster the, wheel yeah, of uh, yeah. yeah. We don't want to have to work normal jobs. If we would, if we can, we would like to be able to make money and sustain ourselves through our art, so that we can continue to do it and help inspire and drive others to also want to do art. Right, yeah. you want to like follow your talents and try to do what you can with what you're good at. Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. in the yeah, and I'm not I, talking I, shit about garbage men or you know no, mailman. <laughs> no, 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 you gotta no, do what you. Know, yeah, you, you have to yeah. do not only what you can to survive, but you also have to follow. If you have a talent, you almost have like a an obligation, yeah, obligation. to use that talent. Yep. Like imagine yourself like in, when you're 50 years old and you're just a garbage man like. Like the thing, the truth is, you will die anyway. You should do what you want. Like, you can't yeah. just go do your job and come home and then, you know, play video games and jerk no off and go how to sleep. Hard it is, you kind of actually have to do it because no one will help you make that dream come true. It's actually yeah. sometimes scary, right? Especially because we're all so young trying to make it work, not yeah. understanding because we don't have that much experience in this life. Yeah, like the twins and the twins are 25 and I'm 21. I understand that i'm going we're gonna have to do a little bit of grinding but we'd also like to you know do what you and everyone else are doing try to build ourselves up and try to make money but also i'm very surprised that you're uh you focus like what you're saying on positivity and uplifting rather than trying to bring others down yeah, i feel like you can get a lot more done working together than you can trying to do something yourself absolutely yeah, and trying to like Don't worry about snaking each other and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> it's just very regressive that's very true. Do you think making, like, I know you genuinely have a passion for hentai because, you know, you like to think about sexuality and also oh, exploring this kind of weird. I, I mean, that's okay. I, I, let me let me rephrase. That is very presumptuous of me to say I'm reading a little too much into what Colin said, but I would imagine like for me. Okay. We or the twins and I. We do never existence, which you know we rap about like suicide or killing yeah, people or whatever. <laughs> I always That's... laugh when I hear it. <laughs> but Yo, we... you want to check out my SoundCloud? Never, never existence, existence never existed because I never <laughs> existed. 
No, but we we talk about that because there is sort of that primal resistance to what we were brought up around and what we experienced. For you, Colin, you know, I know you're not I know you'd like to continue in music, but I know you're not going to always, you know, rap about hentai. You're going to want right. to eventually move on to something else, but you'd also still probably like hentai until the day you die, or maybe you won't. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the We're point is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point is, I would imagine, like myself, I like to rap about like fighting and shit. That comes from a primal resistance to the shit that I experienced and the twins that I experienced. So for you, you like to rap about sexual stuff i imagine it's you trying to not only explore your sexuality but also the sexuality of others and think about this kind of weird niche that's very very new to history drawn pornography or not yeah, new to history that not not new but i guess in this sense like before yeah. like because if we look at drawn pornography back in the day like probably you would have to be a rich motherfucker to get like some guy to draw you a painting yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be really expensive. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty recent thing, but it's so globalized. Anyone can get any kind of picture. Yeah, I think within the last... Get any kind of porn. Within the last 30 years, I think we're beginning to see a market for drawn pornography, I think. Like a casual market. It's it's weird because it's still, in my opinion, still very... It's, it's a small young. market. It's a, yeah, no, it's a small market. It's young, but I feel like it's expanding. And I, I think it's going to grow more, but I think it's always going to be kind of like a small market because not everyone likes hentai or not everyone's going to like admit that they like hentai because yeah. they see it as like a taboo or something. Yeah. Maybe that'll change within, you know, a few years, but yeah, I think it's always like, going to be sort of small. Like even people that like watch pornography, right? Like obviously you, like no one talks about their like the type of pornography they watch like with each other like freely. But yeah. like even within the groups that do talk about pornography freely, like with our group, right? Certain friends don't like talking about hentai. It seems yeah, way different than because they associate hentai with like Nickelodeon cartoons. Is that like I, like the way I explained it to my friend, right? <clears throat> was that pornog uh, pornography is more like uh, the body. You look at the person, right, and then you see what you like. Like, oh, I like this kind of look or this kind of body. But like, uh, hentai has more story base. You know, like it's got more plot. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like when you go on Pornhub and you search personality. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're not going to Yeah, because straight up, I was telling my friend this. I was like, wouldn't porn be way cooler if, like, it was like each porn was an hour long and there was a little bit of a backstory to this instead of some random motherfucker walking around in the woods and is like, yo, dude, you want to fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, hentai could be like that too, but the difference between hentai and real life is that fantasies that can't be achieved in real life can be done in hentai yeah, yeah. absolutely that's yeah, why uh, that market will always exist and never disappear yeah for me the main draw of hentai is that if you want a fantasy brought to life for your eyes to witness and for your genitals to enjoy <laughs> you can have if that it's a general thing though it can be other than general no it it you like the porn you do because it feeds into a special part of your brain. Like, I'll talk about my thing. My favorite genre, I'm not afraid to say it. It's, like I said earlier, it's straight shoda. The reason why I dig it... You're the shoda, right? You're the shoda. Yeah, I, it's because... Yeah, okay. For those of you who don't know, I'm 5'4 in real life. I'm 21. I'm not going to grow any more than I am for the rest of my life. I'm always going to be 5'4. And when I hit, like, 80 or whatever, I'm going to start shrinking. But... And by when I was growing up, I always had a complex about how small I was compared to other people. And I would constantly be told like, oh, you're like super fucking short, you're tiny and all that. So I had a complex in it. And then as I got older and I began to, you know, do the sort of Game of Thrones tactic to where I used my weakness as my strength and kind of wore it on my chest like, oh, yeah, fucking midget. Look at me. Show to God. All this shit. I began like that sort of resistance towards the verbal bullying I would get in that regard in my childhood and my early teens. It somehow crawled into my fetish. And then I would like read. Yeah, I would read these like hentai comics where like it was kind of similar to my very first. Yeah. And not only and like the reason why I also did most so much is because like. Uh, what do you call it? 
for the first okay i'm gonna get a little personal <laughs> for the first 12 years of my life i didn't actually live with my parents i was raised by my grandmother and so i didn't have like a mom i guess and so i didn't really know what like 30 to 40 year old girls look like unless it was parent teacher day at school then i would see like people that weren't like my grandparents or little kids or my grandma rather i don't have a grandpa on my mom's side <laughs> anyway and so like once i became thir my teens i started like i saw you know my mom and my dad and then i would go out more into like the city and shit and i would begin to see a lot more like older women and I live in the suburbs, so I can't just, like, get on a bus and go in the middle of the city. It's only when I was able to, like, go on my bike and I was allowed to go out for long periods of time would I like, be able to go out and see older women. And so it was, like, a very exotic thing to me. And so the common – and also when I had my first sexual experience, I didn't know anything about sex. So all those, fact those three factors combined, I view myself as small. I didn't really see wi older women, like, 30 to 40, and so that was exotic to me. And then finally – uh, you know, sort of hentai thing being, uh, or no, my first sexual experience, kind of I didn't like know you shit. Your fetish. No, absolutely. <laughs> it, all those things made me drawn to Shotokan or straight Shota, where I self insert as Shota, and then the girl fucking Shota is like this milfy adult, like showing the Shota what sex is. Because that was literally me. The, the motherly stuff, right? Like someone not even like control, not right? even like the mom, just like the older girl yeah, who yeah, like the ghost in the shell scene. No, yeah. Oh, dude, that episode <laughs> of Ghost. No, okay, I'm fucking mad about that. If you've never watched the Ghost in the Shell anime, there's an episode that's hella cuck, cause uh fucking major is about to fuck this like little kid, and it's a cock tease the entire 20 minute episode, and then at the fucking end. Major is asking the kid if she wants he wants to have sex or no like I think the specific thing is uh do you want to see what my body looks like and then the kid uh, there's sexual tension between them the entire episode the kid turns around in his bed he's like nah <laughs> <laughs> I feel like gay, dude. the kid's straight up <laughs> gay I felt so cucked you cuck yourself while you cock the audience you fucked <laughs> up dude you fucked up so hard. And then I just looked up Ghost in the Shell Dojins when I was older, so it was okay. But still, I made me You're mad. Go, then. <laughs> okay, I mean, there, I don't know I'm sorry for going on. Stories, but like, is there specific fetishes you uh, like or tend to like more? Uh, Colin? Oh, oh me? Me, me, yeah. me. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you get to get in front of the class and talk now, I'm sorry. It's, it's my turn, it's my turn. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm not really into the two extreme stuff. I mean, it, it can be good from time to time, but I, my taste is kind of boring, actually. I'm like into, I'm sure you guys have read Napata a lot, or at least a little, maybe not a lot. Um, they have some some stuff like NTR and stuff in there, but mainly it's, it's mostly vanilla, and I'm just mainly a vanilla type of guy. That's just how I've been for a lot of years. Do you, why do you think that you are that uh, vanilla type? Uh, actually, that's a hard question to uh, answer. Like, did no, you have, like, a... How was your, like, high school experience or your childhood life, if you don't uh, mind uh, In high school, I got no girls. Uh, no pussy. <laughs> so it was, it was like, uh, just watching anime <laughs> a lot of the time, you know what I mean? I see. Yeah, so it kind of, like, painted me into this... I would always put myself in the shoes of, like, the protagonist in, like, vanilla anime. Oh, yeah. uh, and that kind of, like... I, I think that kind of influenced that my life? yeah. It kind of influenced yeah. my personality in a sense. I see. Well, good but, thing that happened because you're so cool, dude. But now, uh, no, no. <laughs> I had uh, my first girlfriend uh, after high school, and then you know, I just you know we broke up, you know, because that's what happens with girlfriends yeah. they break up. Um, yeah. And that like changed my personality a lot. And then I had another girlfriend, and we also broke up, so that changed my personality a lot too. So it's just. Being ah. being kind of in that, the film with no GF zone. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you yeah. talk about two D girls all the time. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. It now. Like you rather have two D over three D. Like, yeah. uh, do you like that uh, safe relationship? I mean, like not safe relationship. I should like think about this first. Like, do you like um, you actually like the relationship to be like uh, loving and that kind of stuff? That's what you like. The, you know, the I used to be a lot like, like really into that. Like the romance when I was younger. Yeah. And now I just don't really care as much. 
You'd rather hang out with your friends and make shit happen, right? Yes. Like with your own personal projects? Yeah. Like, I just don't feel like I have the time to date really or stuff like that. Oh, yeah, same. But, like, I see that, uh, like, a lot of problem with younger guys nowadays, especially because, like, our time is so different than our parents' times. We're way more isolated in our own individual lives. And it's so hard to get together with other people. And, I mean... You just get together on the internet now. Yeah, you get together on the internet, but like you know, everyone's in their own bubble now. Everyone's right, in their own right. bubble, and There's it's so hard that, to talk to that girls. Big that bubble of personal space. Yes, exactly. And like the girls that you talk to, you, you hope that they're a certain way, and they usually don't turn out that way. But yeah, I guess that like it's so different from our parents' generation, where it was way more social, I guess, and you talk to more people. But right now, Less it's like to the too. talking to other people is actually the awkward thing to do. We all have a little, maybe just a little too much personal space. You know, we're not used to those close interactions. I just have autism. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So do you still long for like a a stable relationship or you just want to? Yeah, maybe uh, maybe one day, but like I'm not actively seeking it out. Mm, You just want to focus on your own shit, right? Yeah. Like if if I'm focusing on a relationship, I can't really focus on what I like to do is what I learned. So mm-hmm. uh, I see. Oh, so you'd rather become stable idea. first. That's like the classic it, it, asshole it's girlfriend. No, 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 the no, hobby no, no, is no. to take away your hobby. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not even that. It's just like, okay. it's, you know, they can be really nice and I still yeah, won't yeah. know how to balance my time between oh, everything. Oh, it was a you thing. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just me personally. I don't know how to balance my time. So uh, instead yeah. of like dragging people in and then having to cuck them later and break up with mm. them. You know, I just see. don't do anything. I see. Do you think it's a, uh, hard to get a girl with your similar interests? No, no, not yeah. at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I might have thought that maybe two or three years ago, but no. Mm, not okay. I see. You know what's actually. Continue. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, I think one thing that's kind of hard for people like us who are trying to make a living off of the internet and who, you know, we're sort of forced to live on the internet to do the things that we want to do, not only because the things that we want to do are much easier to do through the internet, but also because social media has become so important in terms of self-marketing nowadays. Powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the most potentially one of the most powerful tools that you have at your disposal. But I think one thing uh, that I think girls are starting to move away from around our age is having like no hobbies. <laughs> Because one thing that actually makes me mad, okay, no, I, I, I have, I have a lot of friends in real, uh, uh, nothing really, no, fucking hell, dude, what the fuck, dude, like, I only had one serious girlfriend in my entire life, but most of my life, I've always had at least, like, three friends that were girls that I was, like, pretty close to, and we would talk a lot, but I've met a lot of girls that I would casually talk to that just, had no hobbies whatsoever like you'd be like oh what do you like to do is there oh. hobby being an e-girl <laughs> <laughs> steam games please no it'd be like oh what are you into oh i just like to you know after work hang out oh what do you like to do do you you know go play basketball do you you know i don't know <laughs> do you, yeah do you play pokemon do you play video games draw what do you like to do no, I, I just hang out with my friends and, like, drink or smoke. Like, oh, my fucking yeah. God. How the <laughs> fuck do you talk to someone like that? Well, I mean, that's almost, if you think about it in a sense, that's almost like a local. Like, if you compare it to a local, when I talk to locals, that's, like, everyone who's a local, that's exactly what they do. They just hang out with their friends, they drink, they smoke, and then they go to work. But then when you talk to people on the Internet, the interests are so different. Yeah. yeah, it's like we've, we've met people who like fighting. We've met people who actually are trying to make it into the real-life porn scene. We've talked to artists. Yeah, we've, and like they go like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a porn shoot. Uh, and I asked if I can help him in any way. And they're like, you're yeah, not really going to find those people normally in real life. Yeah. Or at least maybe not on, a, on a, like a local <laughs> level. If you go out somewhere, you might. Uh, I have. I have because I tried really hard to see what everyone does because I just wanted to see what everyone does. I was so <laughs> confused. How do you live such a, a dull existence? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I did try to see what people do, but most people are like that. They just, 
They just want to be content with what they have. And I mean, then... that's okay though. You know, people can do what they want. Exactly. No, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Of course. But like, you meet those kind of people like five years later, they're extremely unhappy yeah. with their right. life and where it's gone and how they feel trapped. Like they can't move anywhere in life. I mean, do you not feel like it's that? I feel like you need wants. to have a purpose. Like you need to, you need to want to do something. Like what's gonna when you don't have it, right? When you feel so down on your luck or you feel like just life's fucking you over, what's going to pull you out? It's not feeling content. Hentai rap. <laughs> exactly, hentai rap. Hent Something that actually pulls you to this fucking reality and keeps you here just... from offing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, er I think it's cool. Everyone needs a dream, and everyone needs to yeah, not be exactly. afraid to follow it. Yeah. I mean, do you have a message in your songs that you you commonly say or like you want people to understand? Uh, an overall message, not really, but I just want people to be positive. I want people to work together, and yeah. especially if you're gonna work making like music or something, mm -hmm. we all need to like work together to yeah. create awesome stuff because you can only do so much by yourself production wise. I agree. The twins yeah, told me probably one of the most important things I ever heard when I was like 13 when I first met them, which is you can never truly make something great by yourself. Yeah. So that's no, actually totally what you're that. saying reigns very true to me. And we're twins, so we have each other at least. <clears throat> if, you, yeah. if you've done anything art related and done a lot of it, you'll start to notice your habits and you'll start to notice like okay i do the same thing in every single song or every single art piece yeah and exactly. what bringing another person in does is allows them to put their like own spin on it yeah and it, it lets you paint a completely different picture yeah and like a billion new ideas can potentially be born exactly yeah yeah that's really people problem, people though. are too focused on like trying to make something out of themselves alone they need to work with other people i think yeah absolutely Carl, so you should let us rap in your uh song <laughs> or you can come on one of ours. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that actually brings up a question. Does don't a lot of people ask for collabs? How do you balance all the people? Wouldn't um, that be ridiculous? Like, okay, so I used to like last year. I used to accept pretty much every collab, and that was a mistake. <laughs> because uh, one, I don't have enough time for that, and uh, two, it's it, I don't always accept the collabs that I want to do. Yeah. So um, this year, the way I focus on it is. If it's like a collab that I think will be mutually beneficial for both of us, like if I'm not benefiting them or they're not benefiting me, then there's no point in collabing really. Exactly. Sure, I can like mm -hmm. I can exactly. help them, I can help them out and give them tips, but if we're not like both gonna benefit from this, then I don't think it's worth our time to really work on. Yeah, and by the by the way, and they, you have to mix their vocal parts too, so it's a lot of work for you, right? Yeah, because most it, people it, who it, come to you probably have no technical knowledge of making music, right? Right. It depends. Some people actually mix their own vocals or have a mixer and know how to handle that themselves. Mm, and I'll okay. just mix my own. But on some collabs, uh, some people don't. And I'm okay with mixing other people's vocals. But, you know, uh, if I'm not getting paid, it's going to be mixed how I think it should be mixed. Right. Yeah. How long does it take yeah. for you to mix like a two-minute song with like uh, two vocal parts? Like mine and someone else's? Yeah, yours and someone else's. Uh, it really depends. It can take anywhere from two hours to maybe a few days, depending on how complex it is. Wow, okay. So let me ask you a question. Your latest upload was on your channel, Hentai Dude's channel, not your Waifu Wednesday project, was uh -huh. uh, an actual singing piece. Oh, the Japanese song? Yeah. Did you yeah. personally mix that? No, I didn't mix it. Okay. Uh, I uh, it. What's up? Uh, no, I handed it over to... um. Sojiro and he passed it over to his uh, mixer. Oh, that okay. Was, that was the first time he had ever mixed my vocals, so you know there were no tips or anything. I he just mixed it. No wonder turned out so different and different. Yeah, it sounds a little different. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could mix something like that because I'm not accustomed to mixing on rock. Mm -hmm. Right. So it is totally different. Yeah, it's a little different sound. Well, I, I noticed that you're doing trap too, right? And are you gonna go into the more of the trap scene? What's your plan with that? Or are you gonna be everywhere? Like uh, with which, which song are you referring to? Uh, um, trap no, like, like I guess he's asking in general, right? Like, uh, are yeah. you asking that? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, uh, okay. do you still plan on just staying within your genre, or do you plan on moving on soon, or anything? Uh, I plan on on doing whatever uh, I kind of feel comfortable with, and like the reason behind that is because when I gave my vocals to Moe Shop for the yeah. first time. He was able to mix him into like a funk song 
or yeah. transform them into, you know, he was able to chop the vocals and put them into some other form. So that showed mm. me that if I had the right mixer, I would be able to branch out into the different genres. Uh, okay, so you're not gonna, you're not basing it off uh, the sound you like. You're basing off what you can do, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm basing it yeah. off. If it sounds, if I feel like it sounds good and I think people will like it, then I'll mm, go for okay. it. Okay, <clears throat> no wonder. Okay, a lot of your songs, uh, do, I mean, they do differ from song to song, and they're yeah, always yeah, turn they're... out good because of that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's like fresh. you always. It's like wow, they switched it up. I always listen to it. It's like oh, they switched it up. Switched it up. Okay. I yeah, that. we gotta change it up every once in a while. Okay, I see. Like uh, so like you mainly do this uh hentai dude uh persona. Is it a persona? Is it a it's character? A persona. Or... Yeah, it's okay. definitely a persona. Uh, yeah, that's good to have a character. But like uh, do you uh see yourself continuing to do this? Like uh, is it make good enough money for you, or do you plan on uh, you know, getting even if a it, different? Even yeah. if it doesn't make. Mm -hmm. much money i'm still going to do it because i find it fun and it's, oh, it's kind of like it a stress reliever uh yeah. it's it's more of a hobby uh, okay mm -hmm. more of a hobby yeah i see but like just in hypothetical what is your end goal with uh hentai dude i uh, already not really have one probably it'll probably be my main persona for a while because uh i use quote-unquote hentai dude to network a lot I, it's it's like my personal networking platform basically and it's allowed me to build projects like wipe the wednesdays and as i grow more personas i'm going to try and do more projects to get more and more serious as time mm -hmm. goes by i see but you're having you fun with this right now uh, projects you're going to work on like that you can talk about or is mm, it... not, nothing that's too stable i don't want to talk about anything uh, because it's, it's not like mm -hmm stable enough you know oh uh, it's still very much in then. the pre-planning phase yeah it's, it's in like pre-planning i see but, but yeah things are they're coming up <clears throat> this is what i was talking about like you made the song deviance that's uh, like that's actually that's cheeky song oh yeah cheeky but you played in it yeah like, that's so trap and then it becomes superstar it, more yeah, it, yeah it's completely different yeah it's like i always see that with you guys it's like that's really cool i don't really see that that type of genre change at all with anyone else no, the reason why that's possible is because because it's so many different people yeah right. yeah work with different people right yeah it's still so. but you still gotta rap with that style i mean i mean he, he's chopping it but you're still you're right, still like right. thinking about it so it's pretty cool that you could do that so that's a met lie. When, I, when i went into superstar i felt like like what i was putting out lyric wise i didn't think it was going to be really good like i tried my hardest to like yeah. put lyrics in there that i thought would be good but at the end, I didn't really feel super happy about it. But when I gave it to Moe Shop, he just completely changed it. Yeah. He changed it and made it amazing. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> Maybe he has an NPC chop and he just chops it up and just plays around. <laughs> he just, the way he mixed it and stuff. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. let me ask you this. Uh, just really quick. This is going to veer a little off topic, but how do you think your life would be different? If you didn't have anime, or if you wouldn't have found oh, it, man, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> like I would probably, the goal after high, actually during high school was to go to college, and I, in high school, I wanted to be a graphic designer or an animator, something like that, and I was taking classes in high school for that. Um, and my teacher was really trying to help me uh, get the credits and stuff so that I could uh, go to a good art college. But now when I think about it, if I had went to art college, probably would have been a bad, bad choice, like life decision. I feel like I would have paid way too much for tuition. And art I, school is the most expensive. Like, yeah, the most yeah. The thing, see, what I wanted from art school is to be doing what I'm doing right now, in a sense. Not Maybe not exactly what I'm doing right now, but right. in a sense, doing what I'm doing right now. And the whole thing, I didn't, you know, the whole reason... The whole fact that I didn't go to art art school, like allowed me to do what I'm doing right now. So, I see. Yeah, because as an animator, what are you trying to do? Tell your story or yeah, yeah. Like see, that. I don't even know what I want to do as an animator. But what I do mm -hmm. as an animator now, even though it's not that good, I you know I use it for promotion on Wife of Wednesdays. Right. And it's okay. just simple mm -hmm. animation. But I'm like slowly stepping it up as I go. What What originally was your end goal with animating, or did you not have a clear one yet? Did you want to work? I, I didn't in have a clear one at mm. all so it would have been really risky just to hop in mm, i see so i would have felt terrible for my parents <laughs> <laughs> and then it would have been my money you know after that 
Do you live with your parents right now? Yeah, right now I do, yeah. Oh, I see, okay. I have a good relationship with them, and they're pretty cool. Yeah, that's so nice. rare. I, yeah. I, I, just, I just leave whenever I want, you know, if I'm going to L.A. for a convention or whatever. Yeah. It's probably I, because they know their son is doing things. Yeah, he's doing you know? things. It, it, but if yeah. your son is, like, doing, like, going out there, like, he comes home really late, like, drunk or something, you know something's up, you know? Yeah, right. But, but Colin here is, like, doing stuff, and I bet they could tell if my kid was doing, like, what he's doing. I wouldn't yeah. bother him. Like, Yeah, I know. I, I would just... They're, they're very supportive, and I'm very happy to have them. So this yeah. makes me wonder, how did your parents originally take this when you told them, hey, I want to create a brand and a business around this persona I've made where it focuses on pornographic art? Okay, I never approached them like that, actually. I never <laughs> Yeah, that's the way too much. I never No, yeah, I'm just, like I'm trying to get this specific. You probably had a way different <laughs> way. Mom, dad, like, uh, they, uh, like they just kind of found out, and, like, they knew I was doing music stuff. And they mm, knew I was, okay. you know, they just kind of put two and two together. And then they slowly started to see that I was actually doing stuff. So mm. they were just like, okay, that's okay. He's doing, he's doing what he wants. He's working. He can support himself. He could leave if he wanted. So, but he decides to stay here. So, yeah, that's really cool. Do you have any siblings? No, I'm an only child. Oh, okay. Damn, dude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, fucking like, wild. I don't know what it's like to be an only child because I've always had uh, Dan because we're twins. So it might, I don't know, it, it might suck it's to boring. be an only child, no? Like, it would seem, like, whenever I had a tough time or something, like, I had someone that I trusted, you know? Someone that yeah. I knew I can talk to. And that's, well, it definitely sucks for only children. Especially, like, back in the day when I was younger, the person who I'd fall back to would be my parents, obviously. Yeah. Mm. So. I see. Did you have any close friends that uh, you can talk to about those kind of stuff, or? Like, Not in like high school. The hentai stuff or what? Hentai, oh, anything. Yeah, like, if you're like, if you get like, yeah, your emotions, what you're planning, yeah, your frustrations no, no, and that I shit. Just, yeah, I have a really good friend named Zach. Um, me and him are still friends. We actually hung out yesterday. Uh -huh. <laughs> nice, and, dude. Uh, a good friend named Tim, he lives really close by, like a few houses away. Zach and Tim, Did if you ever listen to this. Zach and Tim. Uh, do what? Do they know that you are your hentai dude? They didn't at first for like the first year <laughs> because I, I didn't tell anyone, you know, I was really, yeah. really hidden with it. And then they kind of just found out and uh, they've been really supportive mm. and they just they're happy that I do what I do. Zach and Tim, if you ever listen to this, just know you're loved. Zach and Tim. <laughs> yeah, you're the real you're the real bros right here. <laughs> but no, that's fucking cool, dude. Honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. Okay, I have a brother, and then, you know, the twins here, they're twins. I was wondering how – it's interesting to think how single kids get shit done. Because I think if you're born into a family of siblings, that kind of creates from birth a rivalry of you want to kind of one-up each other, and that's how greatness is born. And so yeah, I can I, see that. And so I wonder – so for you – I know you said this is more of a hobby, but do you think your ambition came from within yourself or was there always in the back of your head like, no, nah, I want to one up because, you know, I have like. Um, I feel like the people I listen to and the people I work with inspire me to kind of one up myself. Mm. Like I always want to try to make something better and it doesn't always turn out better, but I always kind of want to strive to make the next song better and better and better just so that I can like have something to look back at. I see. Okay. I mean, is there is there a specific song? I, I know we've been like uh, drilling you for a long time, but is there a specific song in your um you know YouTube or your YouTube channel that you can say it was like your most emotional or, or like you, you knew that like, you made it like from this song like you knew that you, not made it maybe that's maybe the wrong something word. like your, like one of my proudest songs yeah your yeah. proudest song or like some some song that gave you a feeling that's different than the rest you know uh probably. There's probably two. There's Tokyo Chop. That one turned out really well. That was a song between Shiki and me. I see. And okay. um, let's see. There's a... The Sit by Cypher is not really mine. I was just on it, but I was like really happy to be a part of that. And that it just came out mm -hmm. so well. There were so many people who entered into it since it was a Cypher. And it was just something I'm really proud about being a part of. Mm, that's awesome. Okay. T Tokyo Chop, uh, Shiki uh, is the one who mixed that and made all that? 
Uh, he mixed his vocals and I mixed mine. I uh, actually, no, Tokyo Chop is my song. Did I say it was Shiki's? Oh, okay. uh, I, I thought you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I actually might have. I'm yeah, getting confused. Okay. But that's my song. Shiki goes first, and then I go. And it's a beat made by Lord Kyo. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, he goes by Max Kyo now, I think. And Dojinshi was also on it. So it was a really, there were a lot of people in it. So, what about that song? It's uh, crazy to you, like, give you a certain feeling. I, I think the fact that there are like five or six people working on it is oh, what okay. really makes me proud. Ah, so you really are the teamwork kind of guy. It's, it's like, a large collaboration. I see, okay. That's it's really special. fucking healthy. I'm surprised that yeah. someone who grew up as an only child has a sense of teamwork, Such honestly. Like a sense of group well, work. It's, it's like, really only stuff. online because in like in person, I'm not very social. I People think I'm actually mad a lot of the times when they look at me because like I won't talk to them or something. And that's just because like I'm used to like not talking to a lot of people, especially in high school. Yeah, that makes sense. Like Thanks. I would always just like put my head down or some shit. No, yeah. you know what I noticed the first time we met? You I actually thought you were a little like frustrated because I you know, I Did met I you and Nick. No, 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 no. You <laughs> gave me eye contact, but it was, like, your eyes looked like you were on the defensive for the first like 0.5 seconds and then you began to light up. But Nick, off the bat, was super uh, friendly. Shouts out yeah, to Nick, Unbendable Nick Straw. But you, with you, it felt like, and I'm not judging you for this, but it looked as though your eyes and your face, you were on guard because you didn't know it, who it was and no, then no, you began to lower that. it. Like, like, yeah, no, I need that, that kind of feedback because that's just, it's just how I've been like my whole hmm. life. That's just, I always feel like I'm on guard actually. I feel like I'm stressed a lot. But then when I know who the person is, you know, I kind of get more comfortable. This guy's asking for my money. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to fucking use me. Yo, you got five set? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got any screws? Dude, in uh, Anime Expo, that area, very uh, sketchy place. People probably Which don't part? know. The, the outside. Right the whole convention. <laughs> the, whole the, the whole convention's pretty sketchy. And, and LAX. Yeah. That's Inglewood. Uh, not a good area. Like, yeah, there's like every 10 seconds. Oh, you guys, you guys got 10 you got 25 set. set. You got 5 set. <laughs> There's a fuck ton of homeless people, and at night, bang, bang. Yep. Uh, never pull out your wallet. The first time I went to AX, I was alone, and um, I didn't oh, know that many people. And I was walking around, and these guys asked me for some money, and I didn't have any, so I just gave them some Snicker bars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were happy. Why'd you have a Snicker bar? I was buying snacks. All I had was debit. I wasn't going to give them my debit. Yeah. <laughs> that Here, sucks. Just they take what you, you need. Out of your Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where they live, dude. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm. I on. You were just talking earlier about uh, how you feel, kind of an apprehension about talking to people in person because, you know, you're not completely used to it yet. But I can empathize with that because, for the first like 17 years of my life, I was also. I had a guard when I would speak to people. Like I've always been pretty smiley when I speak to others, yeah, see, even I if I. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like we had very different reactions to our guards. Like for me, with my guard when I was seventeen and I decided to finally drop it completely, I was scared. Like I genuinely thought that I had like some form of autism, and so I had to give myself like self-help talks all the fucking time mentally. Like, oh no, you're not like a piece of shit. Like it's okay to talk to others. Why well, you can't call it a piece of shit? <laughs> no, I'm saying this is what I felt. Like I'm a piece of shit. Like I hate myself. Like no one else could potentially like me. But I, I felt everyone's been through that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I was so scared. That and the normal part. Yeah, yeah, my reaction to it was almost always keep eye contact. Don't be like an oblivion character where you never break it. But you know, just keep normal eye contact, <laughs> smile. And you I know that's began. How I, uh, Dad and I were right in high school. Really? Like, yeah, because we were, we would get bullied a lot, and if we don't make eye contact, they they will fucking kick our ass and trump us. So you have to keep eye contact to so, to say you're not scared and you want to fucking trump us and do it. You see, like I want to keep eye contact, but a lot like I'm still used to this. You kept eye contact with me of... the entire time we talked. Okay, good, good. Because a lot of the times, like when I'm talking to someone, if we get into a conversation, I might like look like to the side a little or something and then remake eye contact it's just because i'm like awkward oh dude i thought it was because Uh, of how bad that room you were in smelled nah man (laughs) i didn't even notice it oh dude it was fucking bad damn 
There were like twelve people in there. Oh yeah, how the fuck? Twelve people in a room? No, no, no. Like at one time there was oh, twelve, okay. but it was six normally. <laughs> That's true. No, I I think we all brought that up to tell you though. All in all, we it we can empathize with having a guard. And you said you're concerned about having that in real life. It will break eventually. Yeah, I just got to work on it. Yeah, we feel you. It's like that with a lot of things. Oh shit, dude. Yo, we actually have to go. I just looked at the time. It was really good having you here, dude. We really appreciate yeah, this call. Yeah, man, calling. it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to go over to other topics and, like, actually talk about, like, our stories and stuff and then go into, like, anime stuff, but, damn. We already <laughs> spent too much time. How we'll do that next time. In two hours? Yeah, we can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Just let <laughs> us know, dude, you when you're free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Just actually, start. what's up? No, no, just hit me up whenever you think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there a message you want to say to the audience before we cut? Mm, just stay positive and keep doing what you're doing, you know? <laughs> I don't really... That's how like Yeah, just stay positive. Nice. Look out for Colin and what he's going to put out in the upcoming years. He's got some cool stuff for you guys. Eons, cool. not years. Eons. My bad. Eons. Soon. <laughs> Soon. Blizzard, Riot TM. Soon. <laughs> Yeah, but Colin again, hentai dude. Appreciate you coming on, taking the time out of your day. Thank you that. for coming. Yeah, dude. I'm surprised you're so well spoken. What do you mean? <laughs> you you actually have a way of speaking that's actually pretty well spoken. Yeah, like, we've I met a lot of anime fans over the internet and in real life. Or artists in general. The artists in general. Oh, yeah. They're not very. I guess yeah, they're antisocial, so they don't have a really good way I mean, of I'm, communicating. I mean, I'm completely antisocial. Okay, so. Yeah, but like, how do you speak so? How do you? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We're on the internet. But even so, you wouldn't be the same in real life. Yeah, no, no. If we did this interview in real life, it might be a little Uh, hard for me to talk. We'd have Uh, to give him a couple of beers in order to get him to calm down. Yeah, a couple of beers. (laughs) But like the hentai dude in in front of me. (laughs) He can look at titties while he talks. My safe place. (laughs) (laughs) Now I feel you. Okay, yeah, man. But you know, we'll hang out. We'll do this again. Just let us know when you're free. And then we can arrange something. Sounds good, man. All right. All right. This is Suffer Squad TV signing out. We appreciate you guys coming to watch. We love you all. Love you all very much. And let us know who you'd like to see upcoming. We can go talk to them. And one final message to all you artists. Don't be fucking afraid to talk to people, dude. You need to. And it's okay if you don't know how to talk. Most other artists also don't know how to talk, so you guys can help each other. Yeah, you need perspective in life, and you'll never get that if you just stay in your own hole, your own bubble. Trust me, it's yeah. a lot better out there. It's hard to become a god when you, don't fight, when you can't even fight other masters. So go out there. Be yourself. Love Believe. You. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Believe it. <laughs> okay. Again, All this right. is Suffer Squad TV signing out. I'm Christian. I'm Nidros. Disorder. I'm Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> and we all love you very much. Take care and Peace. goodbye.